0: finish out tonight, we're going to finish up our topic tonight, what has been our topic this month, there you go, new life, we've been talking about the overall vision of the church, all right, the church is called New Life Ministries, coming into this year, God really put on my heart, hey, let's get behind that, God really dealt me, hey, I want to see teenagers have a fresh start in a new life with me, but on top of that, I want to see teenagers have that fresh start in a new life with me. And also for them to find their purpose in life, okay? Now, this is the verse we've been looking at, all right? We've been looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, okay? And we've been talking about this all month, all right? The Bible says this. It says, this means that anyone, you know that word anyone, I've emphasized on it every single Wednesday and Sunday. Anyone. Doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life you come from. The Bible says that anyone who belongs to Jesus has become a new person. Guess what? If you belong to Jesus, in other words, if you are a Christian, you're a new person, okay? You're not the same person you were before you were Jesus. You are a brand new person. Guess what? You think differently. You talk differently. You act differently. Everything about you is different. You may still dress the same. You still look the same. You may still like all the same things, but guess what? You are a new person. Your character is different, all right? Your character is different. The Bible says, imitate God, therefore, in everything that we do. So guess what? Every day, you're, you're living in this new person, this new creation with this fresh start, okay? Here's what the Bible goes on to say. It says, the old life is gone. A new life has begun. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. We've talked about several people this month. We've talked about Matthew, the former tax collector, all right? One of Jesus' disciples. He was a tax collector. But guess what Jesus called him? Matthew got up and left everything he ever knew to follow Jesus, okay? And when he did that, he had a fresh start and a brand new life with Jesus. We talked about Saul before he became Paul, the former Christian killer, okay? Before he knew Jesus, before he had an encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, he was someone that Christians ran from. He killed Christians, he threw Christians in jail. But guess what? Jesus got a hold of him, guess what, when he surrendered his life and his heart to Jesus and said, Jesus is my Lord, I believe everything about him, he was given a fresh start and a new life, and as a matter of fact, he's the one who wrote 2 Corinthians 5.17, alright, then we even talked about Zacchaeus, the former chief tax collector, remember Zacchaeus, short guy, right but he was wanted to see Jesus so bad and Jesus called him by name Zacchaeus come down and what happens Zacchaeus came down from the sycamore fig tree and he his whole life was changed right we looked at three different people in the bible who were former tax collectors or they were former christian killers but guess what when they gave their life to Jesus their old life was gone and they were living a brand new life that's powerful and that's the hope of Jesus, man, that's the hope of Jesus, is that anyone can have a fresh start in a new life, but the only way is through Jesus, and we talked about that, we learned about that this past Sunday, if you weren't here this past Sunday, man, you missed an awesome testimony video, right, Uh, Annie, Miss Annie uh, Lobert, who was a former prostitute and stripper in Las Vegas, Man, I don't know about y'all. Every time I watch her testimony video, it brings me to tears to see what God does to somebody, man. Like, it was such a powerful testimony. How God rescued her and saved her when, when she was given her fresh start and her new life. She literally, like, her old life was completely gone. But here was the cool thing all these people we talked about and saw examples of, their old life was gone. But here was the thing. Now with their fresh start, it was like, what do we do? They were given their real purpose in life. They were given their real purpose in life. And here's the thing. Teenagers are always trying to figure this out. What on earth am I here for, right? What on earth am I here for? You may think it's this. You may think it's that. But have you ever really sat down and asked God, God, what's my purpose? What do you have for me? Okay? Okay. What do you have for me? And here's something that I want y'all to understand. With a fresh start in a new life, united with Jesus, he gives us purpose. We looked at this verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to give you a future and a hope, right? We talked about that. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. There is a reason why you, why you are here. There is a reason for you being created, and there's a reason why you exist. Now, here's something that I want us to understand, okay? Here's something I want us to understand. When it comes to God's purpose, okay, the reason you exist, the reason you were born, the reason you were created, the reason when it comes to God's purpose, I need us all to understand this. God's purpose comes first, not your preference. I'm going to repeat that because I know that sounded a little funny. But listen, in other words like this, God's purpose for your life is the priority not your personal preference, okay? Does that make sense? God's purpose for your life is the priority, not your personal preference. In other words, your preference may be, I don't know, I'm just saying, there's probably not nobody in here, but I want to be an influencer on TikTok and make hundreds of thousands of dollars making videos of me dancing. That may be your preference, but what if God's purpose is totally different? Right. What if God's purpose is for you to go into the mission field and go to a different country where there's no water nothing, and serve people? What if your preference is something that you really, really love, but God's purpose for your life is something completely, completely different? Here's the thing. God's purpose for your life is the priority, not your preference. Because here's the thing, guys. When you said, Jesus, I surrender my life to you. That word surrender is a very strong statement. What you're saying is I give my life to you, I trust you, I follow you wherever I go. See, Matthew's preference was to be a tax collector, but his purpose was something different. Saul's preference was to kill Christians, but God's purpose was different. Zacchaeus' preference was to be a tax collector, but God's purpose was something different. Annie, in her testimony, her preference was to make a lot of money selling her body and dancing for men. But God had a completely different purpose for her life. You see what I'm saying? And when they gave their life to Jesus, they weren't saying, hey, God, can we go back and to what my personal preference was? They weren't doing that. Why? Because God's purpose for their life now was the priority, not their personal preference. Okay? And here's the thing. Christians today... Got it completely backwards. We get we got Christians who give their life to Jesus, right? Teenagers too, give their life to Jesus, and we think, hey, my preference comes before what God wants for me, and it's totally backwards. Okay, totally backwards. That's not the case. God's priority, God's purpose, excuse me, is the priority, not our preference. Okay. So the beautiful thing about a new life and a fresh start is that God gives us purpose, but we need to understand something, that God's purpose is the priority, not our personal preference, okay, now, I want to read a couple of verses in Luke chapter 5, verses 37 through 39, in the message translation, now, this is Jesus talking, he's talking to a group of people, okay, I love what Jesus says, he says, no one cuts up a fine silk scarf to patch up old clothes, you want fabrics that match, and you don't put wine into old, cracked bottles. You get strong, clean bottles for your fresh, vintage wine, okay? And no one who has ever tested fine-aged wine prefers unaged wine. Now, I know what some of y'all probably thinking right now. <laughs> what the heck does that have to do with living a new life, Carrie? Like, what is Jesus trying to say? Well, let me explain something to you, okay? Josiah, will you come up here and help me with this illustration, please? Thank you, sir. So here's the thing. Since I first met Josiah, when I first met Josiah, he was a lot scrawnier. No, no Nothing personal, bro. He was a lot smaller, and he was a lot thinner. Okay? Now, what size shirt you wear, bro? Uh, large. A large. When I first met Josiah, he probably wore like a, a youth small. No, I'm just kidding. Right? But he... He was a lot smaller and he was a lot thinner, okay? And this was not a couple of years ago, okay? But guess what? Over the years, now he's in sports, plays football at friendship. So guess what he has to do? He's gotta work out. Puts, starts the to lift weights. Well guess what? Over the years, not only has Josiah gotten taller, right? Come on, don't be shy. Not only has he gotten taller, but the young man's got some muscles on him now, okay? <laughs> He's got some muscles on him now, right? Look how humble he is. He's not even like, like, like you know. But, but he got some muscles now, and, and he's grown, and his hair is grown. Like, he looks like Samson up here. Like, he ain't cut his hair, right? So, so check this out. Now, here's the thing. Follow me with this, because this is basically what Jesus was saying, okay? If we were to go and find one of your shirts from whenever you were in the sixth grade, Okay? And you were to put it on, it'd probably come up to, like, right here now, okay? Now, for some of you guys, it's like, that's cool, I can do that, no problem anyway, right? Some of y'all would still do that. But the thing is, what used to fit you wouldn't fit you right now, right? Yeah. Why? Because you've, you've grown, you've gotten taller, you've gotten muscular. And what the, the thing is, what used to fit you now doesn't fit you makes no sense right and what Jesus was ultimately saying is this so many people so many people they give their life to Jesus and they look like Josiah right now but what they want to do is a de- is basically put on clothes from their younger selves they want to bring their old life into their brand new life and Jesus was saying look this new life okay Jesus was saying, you can't fit this new life into your old life. And so many Christians today, that's what they want to do. They're here, but they want to try to fit into their old life. They still want to wear their old clothes. They still want to wear their old old shirts. Am I making sense? Okay? And that's what's going on with Christians today. They want the new life, but they also want to bring all the old stuff that doesn't fit them no more and add them to their life. And Jesus was saying, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. This new life with me, the old life is gone. Embrace the new life. Thank you, man. You can never see. It. I appreciate you. Okay? Here's the thing. That's just the reality of it. So many people want to do that. Now listen, I want to encourage you guys as I'm going to finish this up right now. There's three things that I want y'all to do from this moment on. Cuz I believe everybody in here is a believer in Jesus. Okay? Here's the thing. I want to encourage y'all in these three things, okay, when it comes to living this new life with Jesus, okay? The first one is this. I want you to embrace this new life with Jesus. Y'all know what I mean by embrace? Y'all know what I mean by embrace? Come here, Noah. Come here, bro. Come here. This is what – I said no. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no. Listen, this is what an embrace looks like. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> This is an embrace. Now, look. (laughs) Sorry, man. I didn't mean to break your glasses. Is this an embrace? No. The first one was an embrace, right? Thank you. You can sit down. Okay. An embrace is to fully, fully embrace somebody all the way. And with this new life with Jesus, we're not supposed to treat Jesus without that embrace. Like, we should be embracing this new life with him all the way. Like where we don't wanna let go. Okay? We don't wanna let go. If you got if you got animals, you know what this is like. When you get home and they haven't seen you for hours, they're wagging their tail. They want you to embrace them. And they don't want you to leave them alone. Okay? They that's that's what we should be doing with this new life with Jesus. Hey, I'm gonna embrace you, Lord. Every single day, I'm gonna embrace you, I'm gonna be at church, I'm gonna embrace you, I'm gonna go to youth, I'm gonna embrace you like. We should embrace this new life that Jesus has given us, okay? The second thing is live this new life with Jesus, okay? I think it's so important that not only do we embrace it, but we live it out every single day. Like, we live it out at school, at home, in our workplace, wherever we are, we live this new life with Jesus. And it's like I said earlier, that means... You're different, whether you like it or not. You are set apart. Remember we talked about that a couple of months ago? That means you talk different. You act different. You live different. Okay? That's just the reality of it. I love what Pastor Junior said at spring retreat. He talked about his son and how he told his son, listen, you're not like everybody else. Guess what? You are Pastor's son. You are different, completely different. You don't talk like everyone else. You don't act like everyone else. You don't think like everyone else. You are different. Okay? That doesn't mean that he's not involved in what he loves. He's involved in theater. He sings at his college. Like, he does all the things that he loves to do. But he lives it differently than everybody else. Okay? He lives it differently. All right? And lastly, the most important thing is this we should embrace this new life with Jesus. We should live this new life with Jesus. And most importantly, We should share this new life that we have with Jesus. Now, I know when I say share this, it automatically is like, oh, no, dude, like, I remember being a teenager and I didn't want to tell my friends about Jesus because I didn't want them to think I was weird. I didn't want to be rejected. I was looking for friends and I wanted friends. But the reality is with this new life with Jesus, we should be sharing this new life with Jesus, with other people, because here's the thing. We all know somebody family member, friend, coworker, who could use a fresh start in a new life? And guess what? You know the person who can give it to them. You know who that person is, and that's Jesus. So our responsibility is to share that, right? We're supposed to be sharing it with other people. We're not supposed to be selfish and hogging it to ourselves. but We're supposed to be sharing Jesus with everybody. You can share the story of Matthew. How, how, how God changed his life. You can share the story of Saul, Zacchaeus. Heck, you can pull up YouTube and show any story, right? You can share what God has done in your life, how he's given you a fresh start and a new life, maybe even your family, okay? But listen, we're supposed to be sharing, sharing this new life with others, not just keeping it to ourselves, okay? So I want to challenge you in these three things, embracing this new life with Jesus, living this new life with Jesus, and sharing this new life with Jesus, okay? And most important, remember Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, so if you're serious about living this new, resurrected life with Jesus, act like it. It's the most important thing. Man, act like it. Act like it, okay? Act like it at home. Act like it at school. Act like it, um, whatever you're involved, whatever extracurricular your activity you're in, theater, baseball, football, track, whatever, tennis, all right, bowling, whatever it is, online, video gaming, don't be cussing folks out, right, like, don't be doing none of that, we're supposed to be acting like it, right, this new life with Jesus, we should be acting like it, and that is my encouragement for y'all, I challenge y'all to embrace this new life with Jesus, to live it out every single day, to share Jesus with others, and act like it, act like it. You've been given a fresh start in a new life with Jesus, guys. You've been given a fresh start in a new life. That's a beautiful thing. Now, there's so many people in our world today who are lost, who are looking for a fresh start in a new life. And we have the hope of the world, Jesus. There's a world in darkness right now that's looking for light. And we have the light of the world alive in us, Jesus. Share him with others, all right? Share him with others, okay? Let's pray.